0: Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing we now have a membership program called the lifeline membership program which offers support calls group support calls free admission to our events workshops specialized merch so we also have special discounts going for students teachers frontline workers so if you want to hear more about this please go to our website at the ly foundation slash membership for more info thanks for tuning in what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here. And today I am flying solo on this episode, wrapping up the theme of the month, which was all on the topic of awakening. And this could be awakening from a spiritual perspective or just awakening to new insights, You know, however you want to look at it. But just those moments of revelation that we receive when we've over overcome something challenging and we finally understand why we had to go through it as difficult as it may have been. It's been a beautiful month trying to see or, or understanding how everybody at LYF related to it. If you haven't had a chance, please check out the blog where our writers got very vulnerable and sharing some personal stories on their own awakening stories. And also tips on if you've experienced some of this and or maybe you're going to through it now and you don't really know how to navigate through it. So the blog this month offers some really good perspective to help you realize that, you know, you are not in it alone. And of course, our caption writers also sharing some vulnerable pieces there. So take a look if you haven't highly encourage you to and show us some love. Always good to hear from you all. So what I thought would be fitting is for me to share a little bit about my various awakening stories I've had up until till this point in my life uh, and also just talk a little bit of a recap on this past month at laf so well at the end of august beginning of september we've received the beautiful news that we got our 501c3 designation with the irs so that's pretty much just going to allow us to receive more funding now and for those donating your donation will now be tax deductible so really really excited for this jump as it's gonna allow us to do more for the community and to help build an even stronger foundation for the organization itself. Super grateful for that. We have some exciting events underway. Perhaps you've already seen on October 28th, we are going to be supporting uh, local singer songwriter, Jessica Manolo's new EP release, Magic, alongside Sonia Barcelona. It's going to be a costume party. There's going to be art. There's going to be massage and just a lot of fun things, some specialty drinks for those 21 and over Halloween themed. So it's going to be a good time and we definitely want to see you in your costume. (laughs) So come ready or you know, if you don't want to, that's okay too. But if you'd like to get in the Halloween spirit, we want to see it and yeah, and lots of other things underway. And for you listening, you hit the sneak peek that love yourself expression will return in November. Definitely stay tuned on our platform. And this past, Month, we've just finished our first full month with our new interns from UNLV. We have interns from the College of Liberal Arts and Greenspan College, and they're all doing so great and feeling assimilated into the team. So, just shout out to them and shout out to May and Rachel and everybody else, Aaron, holding down the org as we go through these transitions. So, and of course, to our board members. So, all the gratitude, all the excitement all the new things so all right that's enough fun updates but I just wanted to give those shout outs before I got into my stories so I think you know you know and some of this I've shared before if you've heard this already here we go again and if this is your first time listening to some of these stories and let's go let's do this so back in 2016 when my dog my little Chihuahua of 14 years passed away, that was like the beginning for me of my own awakening story of self-realization. And that was the beginning of me feeling depression for the first time. So I just obviously was going through my grieving process. And then it was a few months later that a friend of mine suddenly passed away after just, just unexpected circumstances. And so it was, death in the span of two months of close people to me and beings, obviously my dog. So I started to really confront death in a way that I hadn't before. And, you know, I had contemplated my existence other times in my life and other transition moments in my life, but this time felt different because it was so close. And at this point I had lost well, I, my grandmother had passed away some years before that. But you know, in a way, it was almost easier to cope with my grandmother's death since it was something that was kind of expected because of her old age and her illness that she had. So with my dog and my friend, it was just so unexpected. And it really made me realize how life is really so precious and how we're really here. And it can change in a matter of minutes, depending on what might happen. It really made me dive deep deep into these questions of like, why am I here? You know, all the typical existential questions were going through my mind. And at this point in time, and of course, you know, wherever you're at on this, if you identify or not, that's okay. But I was kind of confused as to what my belief systems were when it came to understanding what a higher power was for me. So up until this point, I had been practicing yoga, grew up Catholic, but at this point, I had become estranged to the Catholic Catholic church for some years and, and drifting more into Eastern philosophy. It was just what was resonating more with me. So as a result of these close beings uh, and friend death, I was starting to lean a little bit more into what it is, what is this higher power and leaning more into these philosophies. I started therapy right away because the depression, I just couldn't, I couldn't shake it off. And I ended up taking an antidepressant for a little while, but with the intention of wanting to understand the depression and with the intention of eventually leaning off of it. So I was working with my therapist on that to slowly but surely wean off after I was having my sessions with them. And it's very interesting. I ended up experiencing disassociation before completely weaning off the antidepressants. And if you haven't, if maybe some of you who know what this is, or maybe you've experienced it or know of somebody, but it's pretty much kind of like an out-of-body experience, I would describe it. It's almost like you're going through so much pain that a part of you just kind of checks out and you're kind of, I, at least I used to feel a little bit numb, like I wasn't fully being present in my experience. And I don't know, it just like part of my brain was just in survival mode of how do we cope with this amount of sorrow and make sure that- you stay alive. Like I said, just working through the depression with my therapist, understanding the heart of my problem or my issues and slowly but surely weaning off and leaning more and more into Eastern philosophy. And during this time, I, I got deeper into yoga and meditating and journaling and just being more expressive with my emotions because I, I hadn't been. I feel like I, before this, I would bottle up a lot of my problems and I wouldn't really share it. And writing was was always something that was very good for me. And I I remember I had even gone through years where I had stopped. So during this time of 2016, 2017, I was pretty much almost like getting back in touch with who I really was and getting back in touch with my art. I grew up in the art and music fields. And for whatever reason, you know, during college, I kind of suppressed that part of myself. And then while I was recovering from the depression, it was almost like a revival of these things that had helped my soul my essence feel alive so it was like a period of rediscovering again who I was and so I was getting better and then in May of 2017 I had a near-death experience which certainly shook me up you know all the progress that I felt that I I had made when this happened to me it was almost like we start over again And after the near-death experience, I ended up having panic attacks and severe anxiety. So in a lot of ways, it was like starting over. It's almost like everything I had experienced before that year was leading me to this moment of understanding why I want to be alive and understanding life from a deeper perspective and also respecting life and the fragility of life. So through this whole experience, I rediscovered Monica and what that means and really understanding the things that bring me joy and understanding the importance of really sticking up for yourself and loving yourself and being okay with asking for help. That was probably the hardest part was admitting that I needed help. And even from friends, from close friends, just the support that I needed in that time was something I wasn't used to asking. I've always been the person that would give and support. And for the first time in my life, I realized that I needed that. And and it was a scary moment for me, a very vulnerable moment to ask for help. But I'm so grateful that I did because all of those uh, tools and things that I learned during that time have helped me be who I am now. And realizing that taking care of yourself is something that should be ingrained in us, that if we want to live a happy life, we need to make sure that we're well. And there's going to be days that are hard and there's going to be challenges. But having the tools necessary to help you get through, is what allows you to make sure that you can get through it and having like the big picture in mind that all right this season that's here is challenging but it's not forever and I'm going to do x y and z to make sure that I'm okay as I go through it through all of these series of events was a new was an awakening of how precious life is an awakening of understanding me an awakening of what I want to do with my life and how we can't take these things for granted sometimes it's easy to take life for granted. And we can remember how precious it is without having to go through something extremely traumatic. (laughs) But, you know, that event in May of 2017 forever changed me. And I consider that day, it's May 19th. I consider that as another birthday for me. And each year that passes by now, I'm just so grateful to be here and just realizing how everything could have gone a different way. And again, so grateful that I'm here and I wouldn't change the Series of events that happened because it built me to be who I am now. And I wouldn't change it. And that's why I'm just so passionate now to help others out there that might be struggling. Maybe you've experienced something similar, whatever the case might be, but just knowing that you're not alone. You're not alone. And in this human experience, we go through joy, we go through pain, we go through, we experience love, we experience happiness, we experience excitement, you name it. We all experience these emotions. And it's obviously easier when everyone's in joy, but we also share sorrows. And it's so important to make sure we can be in community for that too. So, no matter what, just knowing that you aren't alone in whatever season of life you're in. And, you know, if you ever find yourself in a position where you need help, reach out to us if you don't know where to go you can always reach out to us and we can always point you to the right resources just know that again no matter what challenge you're going through you matter your wellness matters and you deserve to be here i know that for certain so i wanted today to read something i've read in my past And it's been a while and I thought it would be fun to reread it. So this is actually a story that came to me the day that I almost passed away. So I I can go into the story a little bit deeper. So I was at a music festival and this was in during the day. And uh, a guy shared this story with me in a group. And the story is called The Story of the Egg. And it's by Andy Weir. And it's a short play, short screenplay, And pretty much what happens in this story, I don't want to give it away since I'm going to read it, but (laughs) a man pretty much has a conversation with God as he passes away. Yeah, so then God or higher power, you know, however you want to call it, starts telling him that he's pretty much preparing him for his next life. And by the end of the story, you realize that it's talking about oneness and how we all share this one unifying energy here on earth. So this story came to me in a very mysterious way because I hear this story and it stayed with me all day long. And then later in the evening, as I was going through my challenges, I end up hearing this story from another dear friend. And the thing is that my friend had no idea I had heard this story during the day. And so it was one of those moments of synchronicity of like, clearly I Needed to hear this message today. And I want to say this story is what helped me to believe that I deserve to still be alive and is part of the reason why I'm still here and I'm very passionate about sharing the story. But you know, in a past episode, I actually went deeper into my near-death experience story. I believe it was back in December of 2020. And so if you want to hear the full thing, please revisit that. But all all I can say is I'm so grateful that I, again, that I went through it because I, I wouldn't be who I am now. So no matter what you've gone through, no matter what you've done, just know that forgiveness is always there. And sometimes the hardest person to forgive as ourselves. And I had to do a lot of self-forgiveness too as a result of this event. And I'm proud to say that I have forgiven myself. It's taken me a long time and thank goodness again for therapy. For helping me to receive forgiveness for myself. And, you know, every day is a new opportunity to do better for ourselves. And sometimes depending on what you're going through, it looks different. But even if all you can give yourself is compassion, that's such a big win. Even if you can't forgive yourself just yet, practicing compassion for yourself will help you get to that forgiveness bit. And I don't think we should ever rush forgiveness because that's something that you genuinely want to feel. You don't want to fake it. But bringing in compassion helps us to meet us where we're at. And eventually knowing that we're going to get to forgive ourselves or forgive somebody else. So that's what I have to say about that. I hope that these words resonate and help somebody out there. And just knowing that you deserve compassion and forgiveness. I'm going to shift now and uh, I'm going to read this story. And again, I know that some folks, when they hear the word God, it can be triggering. So of course, you know, replace that with whatever your comfort level is, no matter what your belief systems are. we welcome So, all right. So I'm going to go ahead and read it and I hope you enjoy. It's a really cool story. all right the story is called the egg and it's by andy weir you were on your way home when you died it was a car accident nothing particularly remarkable but fatal nonetheless you left behind a wife and two children it was a painless death the MTs tried their best to save you but to no avail your body was so utterly shattered you were better off trust me and that's when you met me what what happened you asked where am i you died i said matter of factly no point in mincing words there was a truck and it was skidding yep i said i i died yep but don't feel bad about it everyone dies i said you looked around there was nothingness just you and me what is this place you asked is this the afterlife more or less i said are you god you asked yep i replied i'm god My kids, my wife, you said. What about them? Will they be all right? That's what I like to see, I said. You just died and your main concern is for your family. That's good stuff right there. You looked at me with fascination. To you, I didn't look like God. I just looked like some man or possibly a woman. Some vague authority figure, maybe. More of a grammar school teacher than the almighty. Don't worry, I said. They'll be fine. Your kids will remember you as perfect in every way. They didn't have time to grow contempt for you. Your wife will cry on the outside, but will be secretly relieved. To be fair, your marriage was falling apart. If it's any consolation, she'll feel very guilty for feeling relieved. Oh, you said. So what happens now? Do I go to heaven or hell or something like that? neither I said you'll be reincarnated you said so the Hindus were right all religions are right in their own way I said walk with me you followed along as we strode through the void where are we going nowhere in particular I said it's just nice to walk while we talk so what's the point then you asked when I get reborn I'll just be a blank slate right a baby so all my experiences and everything I did in this life won't matter not so I said you have within you all the knowledge and experiences of all your past lives you just don't remember them right now. I stopped walking and talking and took you by the shoulders. Your soul is more magnificent, beautiful, and gigantic than you can possibly imagine. A human mind can only contain a tiny fraction of what you are. It's like sticking your finger in a glass of water to see if it's hot or cold. You put a tiny part of yourself into the vessel, and when you bring it back out, you've gained all the experiences it had. You've been in a human form for the last 48 years, so you haven't stretched out yet and felt the rest of your immense consciousness. If we hung out here for long enough, you'd start remembering everything, but there's no point to doing that between each life. How many times have I been reincarnated then? Oh, lots, lots and lots. And in lots of different lives, I said, this time around, you'll be a Chinese peasant girl in 540 AD. Wait, what? You stammered. You're sending me back in time? Well, I guess technically, time as you know it only exists in your universe. Things are a bit different where I come from. Where you come from, you said. Oh, sure, I explained. I come from somewhere, somewhere else, and there are others like me. And I know you'll want to know what it's like there, but honestly, you wouldn't understand. Oh, you said, a little let down. But wait, if I get reincarnated to other places in time, I could have interacted with myself at some point? Sure, happens all the time. And with both lives only aware of their own lifespan, you don't even know what's happening. So what's the point of it all? Seriously, I asked. Seriously, you're asking me for the meaning of life? Isn't that a little stereotypical? Well, it's a reasonable question, you persisted. I looked you in the eye. The meaning of life, the reason I made this whole universe, is for you to mature you mean mankind you want us to mature no just you i made this whole universe for you with each new life you grow and mature and become a larger and greater intellect just me what about everybody else there is no one else i said in this universe there's just you and me you stared blankly at me but all the people on earth all you different incarnations of you. Wait, I'm everyone now. You're getting it. I said, with a congratulatory slap on the back. I'm every human being ever who has ever lived or who will ever live. Yes. "'I'm Abraham Lincoln, and you're John Wilkes Booth, too,' I added. "'I'm Hitler,' you said, appalled, and you're the millions he killed. "'I'm Jesus, and you're everyone who followed him.' "'You fell silent every time you victimized someone,' you said "'you were victimizing yourself. "'Every act of kindness you've ever done, you've done to yourself. "'Every happy and sad moment ever experienced by any human "'was or will be experienced by you. "'You thought for a long time. "'Why?' you asked me. "'Why do all this?' Because someday, you will become like me. Because that's what you are. You're one of my kind. You're my child. Whoa, (laughs) you said, incredulous. You mean I'm a god? No, not yet. You're a fetus. You're still growing. Once you've lived every human life throughout all time, you will have grown enough to be born. So the whole universe, you said, it's just an egg. I answered, now it's time for you to move on to your next life. And I sent you on your way. And that's it. That's the story. As you can see, it's quite mysterious. And it really, at least it got me thinking so much about the connection of all of us. And whether you believe in this or not, it's okay. I think one thing that I think across the board, we can always come back to energy and how we really, all of life is connected, right? If we look at the environment, there is a cycle of life there. Everything is interconnected. All life forms are connected. And so that includes humanity. And if we, again, look back at the life force of all. So even if we look at that life force that in everything that exists, then we realize how unified we really are and how the more good we can do for one another, we really are helping ourselves too in the process. This is again what motivates me to continue to do well and to continue to do good onto me, so I can do good onto others. Because if we can do that, if we can be kind to ourselves and others, and slowly but surely, this world starts changing and it becomes a more loving and compassionate place. And no matter how minuscule we might think our impact is, I promise you there is a ripple happening. And sometimes we're not conscious of it. Sometimes we're not even conscious of the lives that we're touching, but just rest assured that through each deed, there is a ripple. And I've mentioned this before, I will never forget this gentleman, I was walking in New York City. And this was back in like 2015, 2016. And I was not feeling very good, just kind of feeling sad and low. And there was this guy just a little bit further up for me. And he just smiled. And it wasn't like a smile to try to get me to do anything or anything. It was literally just, a genuine smile. And I remember it just helped me so much to just receive that human kindness. And to this day, I haven't forgotten him. And I don't know if I'll ever see him. I don't even remember how he looks like, but he gave me such a gift in that day. And, you know, he will never know the impact it's had on my life and just how one smile can save a life or even just make your day feel better. So I'll leave you all with that. I wish you all well. I hope that For those that have been following this past month or maybe you're new to the podcast, hopefully we've been able to help you bring some new perspective. So, all right, y'all. I hope that you all have a beautiful, beautiful day, whatever you're doing. And just knowing that today you can bring more compassion to yourself and slowly but surely with each day that you choose that, that starts to grow and it starts to be a positive ripple for the world. All right, y'all. Much love. Peace. Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one all living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're gonna be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in.